Today is a Sunday when we continue to read passages from the Gospel according to Luke. Today we hear Jesus not only giving his disciples the Our Father prayer, one of our most frequently used prayers, but also a parable to draw out an aspect of praying to God, our Father, namely the need for persistence in prayer. Let me first mention that I enjoy the verses that state the double question. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a snake? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? You can almost hear the voices in response. No, never. Of course not. Let's explore the uh, mystery of praying to God in the form of prayer that we call intercessory prayer. Jesus himself says to beg the Father for his kingdom to come. As he says in Matthew, thy will be done as it is in heaven. I believe God, who already knows our needs before we ask, likes to be asked, particularly our asking with intensity. Of course, the repeated asking, seeking, knocking must be in harmony with the nature of God as we have come to know him. We can ask for blessings for others, but not curses. It's always worthwhile to look at the saints. Let's take a look at the good example given us in the fourth century by the admirable Saint Monica known to us as the mother of St. Augustine. The first thing that comes to mind when we hear the name of St. Monica is her long-suffering prayer for the conversion of her son, St. Augustine. In his account of Monica, Bert Gezi in his book, Voices of the Saints, also tells us of how he dealt, she dealt heroically with challenging family circumstances at the family home in North Africa, Algeria. Her husband, Patricius, was volatile and unfaithful, but Monica related to him patiently. Her overbearing mother-in-law also lived with the family, making her marriage even more difficult. But Monica wove good relationships out of these evil possibilities. And she ultimately, after 20 years, led both her husband and mother-in-law to Christ and the church. For 30 years, Monica prayed and schemed for her son Augustine's deliverance from his immorality and his philosophical confusion. She alternated between faith and worry for him, surrendering him to God, and yet traipsing after him to Milan. There finally, in 386, she watched Bishop St. Ambrose baptized her son. And Augustine went on to become a defining influence on Christian practice and thought, named a doctor of the church. Another example of persistence in prayer I found in a book entitled The Shadow of His Wings, The True Story of Father Goldman, OFM. This is an amazing story of a Franciscan priest, Karl Goldmann, who was drafted into the German army during the Nazi nightmare. 
he experienced many true miracles, which are a wonderful witness to the reality of divine providence. He had a strong call to ordination, but he was drafted while still a seminarian. Yet, through a series of miraculous circumstances, he was authorized to be ordained during the war by Pope Pius XII himself, in spite of his lack of seminary training. He was able to smuggle Holy Communion to his fellow German soldiers during the war. Eventually, he was captured January of 1944 and imprisoned in a French prisoner of war camp in Morocco. At one point, he was even sentenced to death, but somehow, miraculously, that sentence was canceled, and so he was able to escape that cruel court with his life. One amazing story about his imprisonment has to do with a Nazi POW who was persecuting him mercilessly in the camp because he hated Catholics. Father Goldman somehow found a sister living in the wilderness near the camp. He begged her to pray for his difficulties with this fanatical Nazi officer. She said that she would offer her adoration for 30 days for help with that intention. Three months later, this Nazi officer went to Father Goldman and said that he was a lapsed Catholic and he wanted to go to confession and return to the faith. What a powerful witness to the entire camp. But what I want to especially share with you is the conclusion of his ordeal. Father Karl finally returned to Germany. In 1951, he was asked to visit a convent in southern Germany where he had never been before, where a certain Sister Veronica, who had prayed for him, was expecting him. He was taken to a room where an elderly Sister Veronica was. It seems that 20 years ago, a priest came asking if some sisters could be found who would pray and sacrifice in a special way for a certain boy with a vocation that the church might be blessed with another priest. It was Sister Veronica who offered to do this. She promised the Sacred Heart that to offer up all of her prayers and sacrifices each day for this boy. Soon afterwards, she became terribly ill, and for 20 years, she suffered in bed. When the sisters tried to console her, she smiled and said, I know for whom I am suffering. I have a boy whose vocation to the priesthood I must safeguard. And now as he sat on her bed, she said with the greatest joy, God has richly rewarded me. His belief in the power of prayer was even more strongly reinforced by a visit to a German convent of the Sisters of Perpetual Adoration. They had learned that as a POW, he had been condemned under false charges by a French military court to be shot. Remember I mentioned that? Day and night, the sisters had prayed in unbroken adoration for my safety. And indeed, I was rescued. Sister Superior showed me their chapel of adoration, where there on a card, on a kneeler of the sisters, my name had been written 
so that no sister could forget the special prayer for the young priest. In our own example, we must rejoice in the most recent example, just four weeks ago, of answered persistent prayer. The prayers offered up for over 49 years bore fruit when the Supreme Court of the United States overturned the disastrous Roe v. Wade decision. So many pro-life advocates have been praying for this, including some of the founding families of this parish. And now we have new hope in this country that the plague of abortions will someday come to an end. You have probably heard it said that God always answers prayer. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no, for I have something better in mind. Sometimes the answer is wait. But in any case, let us persevere in prayer. Praying novenas can help us do that. So let us be joyful, understanding that God is a good God. He lets himself be persuaded by prayer as the one who wants nothing other than to give us good things. Paying attention to our heartfelt and humble petitions.